Following reports of this true story of two strange people working out and have their lives monitored. Thanks for stopping playing and start greeting real. And along the way, we found a girl who's an interim host, but now she's leaving our dog shit podcast for her words, not mine. I'm Eric. I'm Diana, and today's my last episode. I was like, suspense build, but it's cool. Um, just Ezra, Brockwood Elementary, class of 06, valedictorian. Uh, it is Diana's uh, last episode. She was an interim host for us for a while. We greatly appreciate her taking her time out of her busy schedule while she was in Korea, waking up super early. So shout out to her for that. You're welcome. And, I'll miss being here. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll still have you on as an occasional guest, you know, here or there, depending on the episode. Uh, you know, we like to, you know, have you on. You're a good, you're a good time every once in a while, you know. Oh, my God. That's so nice of you to say. Um. Anyway... I think we're going to get into this episode, but before we do so, real quick, the numbers have been popping. I'm not trying to brag, so we appreciate everybody who's been listening. If you just want to help us out, like Young Pistol, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review on Spotify, click the links in our bios. You can take you to anywhere we need, anywhere you need, anywhere anybody needs to go, Um, and let's get into this thing. Any pre-first topic topics? I'm going to let it breathe until next week, so we good. All right, I'm going to actually, I just thought about one. I'm not saying I'm a trendsetter, but I go on vacation, and everybody on this podcast starts going on vacation immediately after me. All I'm saying. Um, I didn't go on vacation. You went home, so that was even bigger. What are you referring to? I, I, I go on vacation. I saw Morgan was on vacation. I saw you went home. You were on vacation. You were taking vacation days. I started trend. It's all right. I don't count going home as vacation. You took vacation days. That's vacation. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. If your great-grandma dies and you take vacation days to go visit your grandma, are you telling people that you were on vacation when you went to your grandma's funeral? No, because I'm taking bereavement days. Those are different. Those are four weeks. bereavement dies. days for great-grandma? Yeah, you better than me. They only going <laughs> to give you like five. I'm going to save that for the untimely death of my sister or something. Um, give me a quick info. I haven't heard about your trip home. What, so you went home for Van's birthday? Yeah, you know. Me and the boys had a book out. That was kind of crazy. Had a good time. Um, got some fire photos. Next day, uh, you know, Van turned a big 7-0. Nothing crazy. Just another cookout. Brought the crabs. You know, the vibes. And then I mean, you know, I, was a little, I was a little disappointed. I didn't see too many snaps of you and the boys really getting after it. Yeah, because we was getting after it. When you really get after, you don't have time to take snaps. That's fair. That's fair. I was I didn't want to see some shots or something going down, but you know, it is Van's day. You know, Van Van moves in silence. People who don't know, Van <laughs> moves in silence. You're not wrong. Um, yeah, we. T- uh, I guess we should address that. We did take like a week off, a little vacation, little little reset. We got some stuff coming up. It seems like next week there's going to be some major changes. Ooh. And we'll leave it at that because the intro has already been a little long. Let's get into it. Let's not hold back anything. Have you ever heard of someone's kinks and thought they need therapy? All the time. Yes. I know a bitch who like being pissed on. There's no normal way on this godforsaken earth that you should even acquire the need to get off to being peed on. And then after the fact that you did, yeah, you probably need therapy for whatever led you to realize that you like being peed on. Along with all of the like mommy kinks and shit, I heard yeah. that there's another age play one that someone was telling me about the other day actually, where like they want they like bitch or they dude to be in like diapers and shit. Yeah, like mm. you got problems. 
I think it's like DDLG, Daddy Dom, Little Girl. That's the one where it's a a male being the older one and the female being the younger one. People do that in public more than I'm comfortable with, but have I think s- public kinks is a discussion for another day. Have you seen that specific thing in public? I personally have not, but I've heard a lot of like stories from retail workers where people will bring their kink into like the interaction at the cash register. Oh, no, 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 no. Or, like, there's the people who will have, like, pacifiers under their masks and make, like, a TikTok, like, no one in this room knows I have a pacifier under this mask. I'm like, oh, okay. See, this is why we need Diana on a podcast. She might have to be our kink expert, because anytime we say any kink, she's like, oh, you mean this, this, this? We're not going to (laughs) say kink expert. (laughs) I dabble in learning about kinks. Um... One that I know of that I do think you need therapy for is if you require, like, simulated breastfeeding in order to get off. (laughs) That's, like, a thing. And I'm not going to yuck their yum. They can do it in private. But I do think you should look into where that came from. God, I don't know what I was watching. But I feel like I saw, like, where, like, there's girls out there who literally just get paid to, like, let guys suck their breast milk out, which is a crazy thing. I'm sure they're getting paid so much, which is so good for them. Is uh, a popular uh, kink furries or furbies, whatever it is. Is that, is that something you need therapy for or is that fair game? Oh, I think if it makes it into like a sexual realm where you are like actively seeking to have sex in the furry suit, then maybe you should get that checked out. But I think some people just dress up as furries for like a lifestyle thing and it's not necessarily a sex thing. Yeah, but then you need therapy not for your sex kink, but for your weird fucking lifestyle. Because there's there's a doctor who needs to tell you that, like, yeah, you're weird for this. I have heard that people with trauma who go to therapy and start healing see a lot of their kinks go away. Mm. So it's unconfirmed. I've heard it from, like, a couple sources, but I don't have, like, a scientific um, study on it. I The people who have sex in their furry costume... How hot does that get, dude? I would be burning up. I think at that point you switch to like latex. You know, have you ever seen the documentary of like the puppy play people where they're in like full latex dog suits? Oh, well, puppy play is when you pretend to be a dog and it's that there's a sexual element to it, but people will have like like meetups for it and they'll bring their quote unquote puppies to it. And it's like a community building exercise, but also what happened to make you feel like you need to be a dog to enjoy sex oh my god i just looked this up this is yo this is wild i think it surprised me though because i think i saw in a documentary where there was like one where they treat people like horses and i was like this is pony play kink expert diana pony play there you go i know these things existed i like i the more we're talking about the more it's like hitting a deep state memory in my brain about documentary I saw. I don't know what this was, but like, this is crazy still. I think it was like a My Strange Addiction clip or something. It was one mm. of those that circulated the internet. Yeah. Yep. I specifically remember the Puppy Play one was a man and he was like a Dalmatian and he had the full like get up and it was very expensive for him to like do. And then the Pony Play was a woman and she had like the bit and everything and they would like take her out in public. Yeah, I saw a photo where uh, this guy dressed in a pony costume is doing the like equestrian stuff where they're jumping like those yeah. bars and stuff. It's going hard in the paint. It's definitely a hobby. 
Um, I think it can be practiced in private. You should maybe look at where it came from. But I think it gets weird the second you make it a public thing and subject people who aren't consenting to it. Mm, that gets tricky because, like, they got rights to whatever. I don't know if the right to... I don't know if they need other niggas' consent to be in public being weird as fuck. That's a... Hmm. I think well, a big so... part of the BDSM community is, like, consent, though. So if you're willing to bend the rules, then technically you're within your rights to do it in public, but, like, you're making everyone uncomfortable. Would You would feel comfortable with your kids, like, seeing that at a very young age? They wouldn't know tricky. what it is. Yeah, but if... if uh, I'm, going, I'm going more to, like, devil's advocate of Ezra's point of, like, you know, anybody can do it in, like, fair game. Like, it, mm. this is a free country, but it's also, like, doing that in front of kids is kind of weird. In the, you can't the break that down to the, if you'd be comfortable with doing this in front of your kids, though. Because there's a lot of other things that niggas ain't comfortable with people doing in front of their kids. And we don't tell them to keep that behind closed doors. So if the bar is, I'm not comfortable with my kids seeing it, I think you're going to get into dangerous territory. That's fair. That's valid. One of the shows I just thought about, it, it's uh, Bonding on Netflix. That's where I've seen some kink stuff go down. What's that about? Heard of it. It's like a TV show where it's like some girl, you know, some girl in college like wants to kind of get into like sex dungeon stuff. So mm. she was like kind of doing her own thing and then her friend like gets involved with it and they're going through a whole adventure of that. Um, there was one in there that was crazy where it was like, you know, people like to be choked. But this was, mm-hmm. I think it was like one where this guy was like literally say she had like uh control of the air going into like this tube and like she would allow him to like breathe and i was like that's for some reason that's like completely different than someone just choking you out in my mind i don't know because i know shorties who like want to be like choked out to unconsciousness and it's like hey you no. like you're doing something crazy that's crazy unconsciousness is a whole different level of being choked out to i've heard that like the orgasm is more satisfying when you're like teetering on the edge of unconsciousness that's what does it for some people i mean i don't need to get into my sex life but uh, there was one time where like that was like a thing that kind of happened to me and it was like kind of incredible hey, yo, like... but it wasn't a, <laughs> it wasn't an intentional thing it was like legs on the shoulders but then like there was like squeeze and then like i was like am i about to pass out but like it was kind of lit I love that for you. Congratulations. So I can definitely see those people who like, <laughs> jeez, oh my God. where they like jerk <laughs> off and they'll like tie, they'll tie s- something around their neck to choke them. Like I can see how that happens. <gasps> but that's also a dangerous game. That's autoerotic asphyxiation. People die from that all the time. Yeah, that's why I said it's a dangerous game. But just saying, from your experience, it's a game worth playing. <laughs> um, no, I didn't. I don't like the like. The the being about to pass out is not a fun thing, like by any means. Like I'd rather be breathing. I'm a I'm breathing. I'm a pro breathing guy. Back on topic, I'm really into book talk. So, dark <laughs> fantasy romance is like a trending thing, and it's those, you know, the books you see in bookstores with like the shirtless dude on the cover, and you're like, that's clearly like smut. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's those type of books, but there's a dark element to it. And basically, it just explores a lot of, like, kinks. And I think some people get really, really into it to the point where, like, they're fully reading incest plot lines and loving it. And that I think you need to seek help for. People are, like, into, like, incest shit. 
but from a couple of the people, because I know one or two niggas who was like on some weird, but they were also oh, like no. story beaters. It's different when you're like reading about some dad taking his daughter than like thinking I'm gonna be a dad who takes my daughter. Apparently, I think it's all weird, but I think a lot of this shit kind of weird. I feel like the issue is like if you go on any porn site, I feel like all the shit now is like yeah. incest related. It's like, like can we just not do that? I think the, there's a specific book I'm referring to. It's called Credence, and it involves an uncle and two of his nephews, and I can't remember if the nephews are twins. And then his, I think the main character might be related to them somehow. The nephews are in a relationship, and the uncle is in a relationship with all three of them, from like my understanding. It's a very controversial book. Girls love it. They love it on Book Talk, some of them. And it like begs the question, like, if you're reading this and enjoying it, like, Mm-mm. yeah, nope. Is <laughs> it wouldn't it be just as weird to read like sci-fi porn books and enjoy it? <gasps> sci-fi porn books? Yeah, like if a shorty <laughs> like was hentai? to like read some like alien type porn <laughs> and enjoy it, would that not be like just as weird, if not weirder? I think. I think- I think reason. it is odd. Yeah. Um, I don't think the aliens as bad as the direct aggressive incest is whatever that book yeah. is. Yeah, I think it's worse. It's but I like think... an alien. You can wrap your mind around it's just like an alien. But like when you're like the nephews are dating and then the uncles dating all three of the kids, like that's weird. Uh-uh. This is what I think is worse personally, because like aliens are like some demonic possessed, and they're damn near beast in these books from my quick understanding. So they damn near just thinking about getting fucked by an animal. Oh. We know I'm on book talk. And the books that I have been privy to, they're they're humanoid in most of them. Like they are alien and they do have some additions. What are the additions for the listeners? Um Pentacles? there's one where they have two penises. There's one where they have a penis. It, basically, their dick looks like a rabbit vibrator. So they've got the penis, and then it's called like the spur in the book, but it's just a clit stimulator. Um, but they're all humanoid. And in the ones, I haven't read any of these. In the ones where they shift, like their shifter romances, it's a whole subgenre that I haven't gotten into. They shift between animal and human, and all the coitus is done in the human form. Like there's dragon shifters where like they can be dragons, but then they can be humans. Um, but the aliens, for the most part, are all humanoid. They just happen to be from another planet, and maybe they're blue. This is some weird shit, in my eyes. I think it's less depraved than relatives going at it with one another. I don't think I so. I mean, Cause the, I, I don't think so, but I also say once you said it was like kind of animalistic, and then I was like, oh, that is... Animals is weird. Animals is a line we don't cross. Animals is a line we Animals don't cross. Animals is a line we don't cross. Kids is a line we don't cross. Mm. I'm going to hurt somebody's feeling. I personally won't cross, but I don't know what family members is a line as humans that we just don't cross. You be seeing TikToks where like cousins date and shit, or like they date their second cousin. It's been a running joke for decades, probably centuries by this point, that down south, like some of them niggas is married to their second cousin. That shit didn't just happen. Like that really happens. So I don't know if family is as hard as a line as kids and animals. No, I agree. I think it's probably, it should be kids one, animals two, 
family three in my eyes. Mm, so there's a book that was really popular on Book Talk. It's called Punk 57. And both of the main characters, they're both minors. So, like, the legality of the book is that they can have relations with one another. They're both minors. But something about, like, grown adults reading that and enjoying that, especially for the smut in it, made me uncomfortable. I never read it, but it was, like, big. And, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Book talk sounds book talk sounds weird. I think a, a lot of them need to analyze what they're reading and why they're reading it. So all of book talk should be in therapy for what they're doing. Some of them should. That's dangerous as well because, like, they're sharing what they're beating it to behind closed doors of what's getting them right. If you set everyone down in your workplace and made them tell you their deakest, darkest, honest, what gets them right, you probably hear some dark things. So it's probably just kind of, like, natural low-key. Maybe. But there was, like, a heavy conversation on whether or not you're – by telling people and like basically promoting it, whether or not you're promoting something that's like healthy and appropriate, it's, like we're trying to beat the stigma, try to make it less weird. I guess. Uh, this nigga chokes himself while he gets off. Like he's also <laughs> trying to beat the stigma. First of all, <laughs> I think I think uh, this whole beating the stigma shit needs to stop. I think some things can have stigmas, and I think we should be able to shame some things. Because some things just need to be shamed. You see, I like that. I've been consistently saying that for a very long time. The problem is, I'm going to shame everything that's fucking weird. It'd be the niggas who are like, oh, well, I'm going to shame this for being weird, but what I'm on isn't weird. And they'd be like watching like rape play and shit. It's like, no, like, you're weird, bro. Yeah, you know, you know what? Episodes with Diana, we've had a lot of conversations about rape play, and we are not a pro-rape play uh, podcast. I think there might be a better name for it. It, mm, I don't know if it's Dubcon, or it has something to do with some word and then consent. I've learned since that episode. Here's my question. That that is, yeah. If we were to list the things that you happen to maybe be okay with, do you think that an employer would hire you into their workplace if they had, if, if, if they were allowed to ask on a resume, list your worst kinks, and you had to list yours. When they heard rape play, anime porn, you think they're hiring you? I'm not a hentai watcher anymore. I've gotten off that. No, I mean like that. I, oh my gosh. I slipped. <laughs> I didn't even mean anime. I hate to know that you were once on that. I was meaning to say alien. <laughs> I've never watched that. I thought you were reading. I have, I've had, I have read a book or two. Yeah, the reading And I like the, the dynamics, aspect. not necessarily the fact that it was an alien, but there are some things that I need to unpack the things that I'm into. And that's why I'm a big proponent of. There are some kinks you need to go to therapy for. I thought you were um, going to say prison. Oh, I don't think I need to go to prison. I think I'm still capable in the workplace. Um, ideally, if I had to list them out for an employer... They might be like, this is kind of odd, but keep in mind, we have normalized daddy issues, something that I don't have, but I think has become too normal. We just accept daddy issues now. I think daddy issues and like a daddy kink are two different things. Like them shorties would be like sugar babies. I don't got no problem out of it. You're getting getting paid good money or getting a good lifestyle to fuck somebody who might fuck you bad for the next 10, 12 years and you rich. Whereas opposed to like what? 
fucking someone your same age who's also fucking you bad. Got no issue with it. Um, I don't think you have to have daddy issues to be a sugar baby. I don't think those two are mutually exclusive. That's why I said I think a daddy kink and like daddy issues are two different things. What are you saying is daddy issues? Daddy issues is like, it's become like the blanket term for those girls who like to call their significant other dad well not just girls people who like to call their significant other like daddy and engage in that type of dynamic that type of power play choking was really prominent as part of it at one point spanking also tends to be that type of thing it's essentially like the daddy's little girl mindset has been really normalized and it became like somewhat of an aesthetic for a time so are those daddy issues if a shorty is calling a man daddy and he likes that i think mm. yes yeah i got some niggas i'm gonna get out the way after this <laughs> <laughs> i mean the daddy I don't stuff think... it's it, would you not consider it more of just like a sub dom thing or is it specifically there's certain stuff like the spanking or just like i think it's the name daddy aspect. really cement cements it like mm. you don't call just anybody daddy well we've normalized it now so people do call their significant others daddy but it's become a, a sexual term before it was exclusively used to refer to like your father or a father of someone. I think that gets tricky based off of like how you were raised and where you were raised. Cause I don't, me personally, I don't know about Eric's communities. I don't know that many black people who grew up calling their fathers daddy, whether it was their, whether it was sons or daughters, most of them be calling their dad, dad or pops. So daddy was like always reserved for something sexual so maybe oh. daddy is just like sexual by nature, because like I really don't know nobody who called a father daddy. I don't, I don't know, because I think dad is still the root word of daddy. So those two things are still one is just a, like a a version of the other. Yeah, like one sexual. I like don't. I think I call my dad. Mommy milkers still imply that like Shorty is breastfeeding, but I don't think Shorty pop her titty in like her baby's mouth and is referring to them as mommy milkers. Like, that's, like, so, sexual. So we had the daddy kink renaissance. And then closely followed was, I think, the movement to peg men. And then after that was mommy issues became a really big thing. And the mommy milkers rose to popularity. So, like, we're making trends of these kinks. And some people are, like, seriously engaging in them. Some people are using them, like, more ironically. But some kinks are really normalized. Yo, can we, uh, before we go into something else, where did this pegging kink come from? I feel like pegging just came out of nowhere. Nah, hell no. <laughs> I think the further you got into social media and the older you got, the more you started to see it. Because I know some of my older siblings were talking about this uh, when they were just talking about how like being gay was like hidden back in the day. It wasn't necessarily hidden. You just had to know where to find it. And I think like Craigslist was a big place for stuff like that in communities like that. I think there's one called like Fet, Fet Farm or some shit like that. I think in like the right atmosphere, people have been pegging for like decades. And I also think it originated like probably men who was in the closet who didn't want to be like formally gay. They was probably just going to be okay with getting pegged because that was still no. going to give them like the same stimulation. Pegging has definitely always like existed but it was it rose to like huge prominence for a while and for a couple of months everyone like Cara Delevingne had a whole Met Gala look that said peg the patriarchy so it was it's always been there but then suddenly everyone was talking about pegging yeah that's i mean i i can i can 
make sense of it that it's probably been going around but i feel like it really just like rose to prominence and like became so mainstream out of nowhere and i was like when like this just people are just like yeah i'm getting pegged like it is what it is it had to it was definitely the submissive and breedable went hand in hand with pegging the men so wherever submissive and breedable started that's where pegging also came into play do you guys recall that it was like a big thing i do i definitely do not it was a thing for men to refer to themselves as like submissive and breedable. Yeah, I hate to hear that, but it was probably just an answer to the the long lived daddy issues movement. Like it had to swing the other way at some point, but it was definitely a big thing for a while. Um, I did look up Dubcon real quick. I don't I don't know if this is exactly what you thought because it was talking about like dubious consent, but it it's was like... non-con. That's what it is. Dubcon is dubious. Non-con is like you don't have consent. Yeah, because dubious was like kind of like it was very much up in the air if there was actually any consent. And I was like, that's not great. But also, I feel like mm-hmm. non-con, like that's aggressive. Like that's just rape. Yeah, we were talking about the appropriate name for rape play, and I think it's non-con. I think that's what's used. All of them. All of them. All of them. All of them. For use as well. Throw for use in there. I've seen shorties put that in their tenders and shit. Yeah, free use is also like, yeah. Like, y'all into some What is rape. free use? Exactly what it sounds yeah, like. like. They're <laughs> basically saying, like, nigga, rape me. I, I don't... It wouldn't be rape at that point because they've consented by using the free use umbrella. Like, they are consenting yeah. to any and all sexual, like, acts until they revoke their consent. But free use means that you can essentially do what you want to me. Sometimes. I just feel like I don't know anything. Nah, my brother, you don't want to know this type of stuff. I, I mean, I'm trying to get this poison out of my mind as well. <laughs> God, you might be the new fucking uh, kink expert once Diana's gone. Nah, <laughs> I'll pass the mantle off. I'm not gonna lie, we start out with a heavy hitter. I don't know what the fuck to go to after that. Topics for the day. Let's just let's just get this slander out of the way. I don't remember who. I assume this is probably Ezra who said, fuck people who make noises and sound effects when they kiss. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't think it was... It might have been me, actually. Yeah, like, I think those are, like, the world's most, like, obnoxious, egregious, trifling, disgusting individuals to ever live. Like, I just (laughs) don't understand, like, how you can be in, like, anywhere. Where you think, like, every time you go in for a peck, you've got to make some... Like, what the fuck, nigga? <laughs> like, I know a thousand people who kiss and don't make these sounds. Like, what you doing? It's weird and it's obnoxious. Like, what are y'all doing? So you're a silent kisser? Yes. I'm not gonna lie. I've never thought about, like, <laughs> making sounds. So, like, I'll have to get back to you know, if I make sounds. I feel like at some points it's not labeling myself a big, like, wet kisser. But at some points, like... You're puckering your lips against one another. There has to be some noise. I think it gets obnoxious if you start, like, intensifying the noise yourself, like adding sound effects to the already existing pucker noise. What if they're hard at hearing your partner, so you gotta like really get loud so they can like hear? I feel like that that noise is not a sexy noise, and they can feel you kissing them, so they don't need the. What if that's what they're into? A big okay fat pucker noise? It's okay to yeah, say, no, I'm not going to feed into your weird shit. 
That's their kink. They like noise play, guys. They like loud, sloppy, wet making out. There's nothing wrong with that. Thoughts I feel like all kinks. Oh, my bad. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Question of the day. I've had like okay. eight, seven or eight questions a day the last two weeks. I said some might get featured. This one's good. I was going to hold off, but I'm going to feature it today. Um, I'll read you the question directly so y'all get the authentic question of the day feel. Sexual acts that you would do with the hookup, but not a significant other, or things you would do with a long-term significant other, but not a hookup. And I want to preference this by saying, I think the last I checked, there was 36, 37 responses. Almost every guy gave the exact opposite answer of every woman. Mm. And there were three women who gave like a very strange, specific thing. Is it is it going down on people? That was the very strange, specific. Three women were like, I would never do that with a hookup. It's got to be a long-term significant other. And two of those three were like, and I would never let a hookup do that for me. And I was like, mm. okay. Oral herpes is a thing. Um, oh, no, not oral herpes. Yeah. And that's like an awkward question to ask someone. So I can see wanting to protect your vaginal health in that way. Um, what was the answers that the men gave? The I'll start with the women. The women were stating that they would do more freaky, wild, BDSM, kinky, anything like that would happen with their long-term significant other. So they would do more with their long-term significant other. Every single guy who answered was like, I'm going to do that freak shit with the hookup because that's not no thing I'm going to be doing with my girl. Hmm. Like the bitches who want smacked in the face, they mouth spitting, peed on, they want to train ran on them. Yeah, that's the hookup. Interesting. Why do you think that is? I mean, the train, I don't think anybody wants a train ran on their girls. That one, I'll just, I'll just cut that one out of there right now. I have one girl give me the reason she thought that I asked two of the guys who gave their answers. From my understanding, what I get, they were saying, like, this hookup just like some regular, regular hussy if we be a real, like, oh, no. you can do whatever the fuck you want with that. Like, she want her face spitting cool. She want her mouth spitting cool. She want smacked in her shit cool. You're not doing that to your girl. Keep in mind, some niggas don't even think like nothing in their girl's face is respectful. So you're not going to disrespect your woman. You can do whatever kinky, nasty, filthy, fucking disgusting, disrespectful shit you want with this hookup. She want it? Whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck about you. I think that's what it came down to. The girls were like on complete opposite ends of the men. Because the men's was like, yeah, all that freaky, nasty shit going to happen with the hookup. My queen... The lady I see maybe being my wife and mother and my children, yeah, that ain't going to be her. So it's like a respect thing. When men engage in kinks, it feels like disrespectful. I would say like as a woman, when I engage in kinks, it's more of like a display of trust. I did have someone say that it'd have to be with somebody that she trusts. That's that same girl who was explaining. She was like, it would have to be someone long-term or she trusts them and she knows them and this and that. And like, yeah, cool, cool. So... I mean, I think there's probably a fine line with these kinks, right? Because, like, like if you if someone wanted you to, like, spit in their mouth, like, piss on them, whatever, and, like, that was a hookup thing, <laughs> I mean, I don't, even, I don't even really know if I could pee on someone, if we're being honest about nah, it. No, you could do it. Even if you were I mean, paid? 
If this was a bad joke and she was like, Eric, fucking pee on me, I'm sure in your prime, not your prime, in your past life, you would have <laughs> peed on her. I mean, I do drink a lot of water, but yeah. I don't I don't know. We'll see. Oh, God. But I don't know. I feel like I guess there's some stuff where I can understand people like I don't want to do it to my girl, but also like at the same time, like, so are you telling me you're just having like boring, like regular sex with your girl? Like, because that's your girl? I don't think girl? it's like, necessarily got to be boring, but I do think it's not going to probably be close to like that level of disrespect because you can really disrespect a regular degular general. Like, that's so what you don't fuck about. It's not even more about like. I guess it's really not even more about the like sexual acts. If you really get down to it, it's more about like how respectful you're going to be with this person. Yeah. It's how far of a line are you willing to let this slut be a slut? Because <laughs> one of the dudes answer his answer was like straight up. He was like, yeah, he was like, I'm going to do way less with my significant other. Cause the hookup, she getting peed on, spit on, trained and I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I would want to know. Like, I'd want to ask these guys, like, if their girl asked for, like, X, Y, Z, are they just going to be, like, a hard no or what? Hard no. Got to draw your line in the sand. But they'd be willing to do it with someone else, just not their girl who's, like, asking for it? Yeah, because, like, that girl was a hussy. I'm not going to let my girl be a hussy. We've got standards around here. So are we equating, like, having kinks and engaging in kinks to levels of hussiness? No. We're equating having certain kinks and engaging in certain kinks to your own hussy. Yes. So where does the, the line become drawn where a kink is hussy or not hussy? Mm. Um, the sorties want to have, like, they want to get threesome. They want to get trained. They want to be peed on. Yeah, I, I, can't speak, I can't speak for everyone. That's a, great, that's a great take, Diana. I cannot speak for everyone. I'm going to speak for me. Okay. They hussies. That's why I drew the line at hussy. Eric, if your girl, not your current girl, your last girl, was that called you, Eric, yeah, I'm your girlfriend, but I want you and your friend so-and-so to train me. Not train me, to have a threesome with me. Is it, what's wrong with threesome? Is it like, get your hussy ass out my house? Yeah, I mean, that that's something where I would definitely draw a line regardless. Yeah. But I'm also a hypocrite because if they were like, I'm going to bring a friend, I'd be like, of course, oh, more than Mary. You got to draw the line where you draw the line, my brother. <laughs> I hate to hear that. Hey, it's it's the true, it's the reality of the world. It's we're all hypocrites and we all want things, but we don't want it to go the other way. Yes, sir. Double standards do exist. Double yeah. standards do exist. And there's nothing wrong with it. We just got to acknowledge them, I feel like. Hey, I'll acknowledge it, but I'm not going to change. Yes, sir. So, Diana, for you, is there any, like, anywhere you're you're drawing hard lines? Or no? It's just all fair game. I think I'm viewing these kinks as more of something that you trust someone with. So, like, if my partner is, like, I want to engage in XYZ, or if I'm, like, I want to engage in XYZ, there's the unspoken level of, I trust you enough to engage with you in this. I just don't i don't know if i would trust a hookup enough to do some like risky stuff because that's someone you don't know and someone that you're probably not intending to see in the future i wonder if it's there's also like a certain power dynamic with it with like sexual because i feel like usually if the guy guys doing the fucking like there's just a certain level of kind of control and dominance 
So like, they're like, all right, I'll do whatever. But like for a female to just kind of give up that kind of control to someone they don't know, I could see where you'd be very apprehensive to do so. You're not wrong. Cause now that I'm thinking about it, I tend to like switch. So more of the like dominant stuff, I'd probably be willing to do with someone I didn't know that well, because at that point they're in my hands and I, I trust myself. If so you, if, you, <laughs> if you went back to some guy's house and he was like, peg me right now, like I do like, it. No hesitation. No, I mean, if he had the strap ready, then no hesitation. I don't own a strap, so. If you went back to somebody's house and was like, hey, yo, my roommate trying to get some, what's the move? Yep. Like trying to get pegged or his no, roommate? No, 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 like, this was a, this was a two-man the whole time. He brought you back from the bar knowing his roommate was going to hit two. Okay, if it was always intended to be a two-man, and I understand that it was always intended to be no, a two-man, and I get I mean, it. No, yeah, if I'm, su- no. if I'm surprised by it, nobody's getting anything. That's, yeah, you don't know about the two-man. You walk <laughs> in the room, and his boy already sitting there in his box, oh, is no. like, thank you. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm going home. Not the two-man. I'm not going to lie to you. Some of the girls I know who had the two-man or the train... It happened because, like, they just happened to pop up and the second man was there at the time. As a hypocrite, I feel like, depending on the situation, on principle, I want to say I would say no and go home. But it depends on how handsome that man is and how I'm feeling that day. Or that woman. Man or woman. I feel like running the two-man gets a little dicey. It's, like, not a good thing to do to someone. Like, you should not surprise a second person on someone and that makes you a bad person. What if someone feels like they need to? Yeah, because then they feel pressured. Like, you're already in your boxers in this room. Yeah, but, like, you had every ability to say no. So I'm not going to I'm not gonna say it makes you a bad person. If you're part of a team and the two man's been working for y'all, y'all 8 of 10, hey, keep doing what y'all do. Just stay it's away like from me and mine. You said it's a what? <laughs> it a feels like a con. Line. Like, they've sent one out to do all the work. And then the other, like, it's just... It's an unwelcome surprise. Two men at once trying to hit on you is probably overwhelming and trash. It ain't going to work. So through trial and tribulation, they learn. I'm going to send one out. He going to pull. I'm going to leave the more attractive one at the house when I come back to man. The one man can still go out and do the pulling and be like clear and open that there is a second man at home. No, like he, just he, a little. Here's the second man. Take a look at this picture on my no, phone. They're up front. I got. A, they're up front. They be saying I got a roommate. No, but like I, my roommate's at the house. Those are two different things. But do you even think like if you were picking up a girl in a bar and you were like, I got a friend at home who's trying to smash? Like I don't know a lot of. You know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Because there's, we're clearly learning a lot about kinks. At least I am on a daily basis. It seems uh, maybe people are into that. From the niggas I know who be running two man's like clockwork, they have learned that both of them out don't work. You gotta leave one at home, and you gotta almost as terrible as it's gonna sound, you almost gotta like spring the two man on them like at the house. That is not correct gotta, morally i feel like you've got to either the dude's chilling in the room or 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 i've heard a lot of success with this one only because one of my niggas at man was like a two-man pro and i was like yeah nigga but like that's low-key gay keep me out your schemes but that's okay for another day um his go-to was to bring the shorty over you know the deal dog her out go to the bathroom and just send the next nigga in 
And I no, crazy enough, this nigga was like, it worked every time. That's jail time. No, like, the girl would clearly see him and, like, know what's going on. And they was just, like, all down with it at that point. No, but, like, at the... What was he coming into the room like? Like, hello, I would like to, you know, hop in on this? Or was he, like, in his boxers, standing nah, in the doorway? In, he was coming in the room from one of the girls I know who got two, man. He was coming in the room, like, super kind of polite, low-key. Like, hey, yo, like, are you into this? Two, man. Something about putting myself in the shoes of a woman who's, like, clearly just got done round one, probably still in the bed vibing. Another grown-ass man walks in the room. Like that, I feel like that's not a comfortable situation to be in. I can't speak on comfort. I wasn't there. I wasn't in the room. I can only speak on what I heard success rate wise. And the one girl I know who was too manned and loved it. So like something for them was working. Something for them was working if she was giving rave reviews. Two man is, first of all, it's such a fucking great name. It's so, I, I'm like just laughing in my head thinking about this. Also just super super sketchy super questionable on so the consent level i i wouldn't be running the two man if i were anybody listening i personally wouldn't run the two man what i will say to the listeners out there if you're brave enough if you're bold enough and if you've got enough riz run the two man <laughs> not the riz oh god i feel like you could probably here's the thing i think if you were gonna run the two man It'd probably be more like not you take this girl into like a bedroom or something and there's another guy in his boxers in there. Like if it was like a common space, maybe you're just sitting there basketball pants shirt off because that's very much a guy move. And then you just start running the two man from there, start going back and forth. You know, you could probably do it that way where it's a feels a lot more consensual in my eyes. It just feels so devious to not let her in on like not give her a heads up before you show up at the apartment. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I don't I don't know who's pitch I don't know how you pitch the two man to a girl in a way that's successful. Diana, pitch the two man right now. How do you want to get pitched? Let's say you're like you're chatting, it's going well. You're getting the vibe that this person could be adventurous. If you're the man, you're just like, I have a friend at home. Pull up his Instagram, something to market him to her as well. Like you have to. Ah, that feels At weird. It feels like you're trying up. to set her up with some other guy. As a nigga who knows. No, be, you have to be like open and transparent that it's a two man deal. Like, we will both be present at this, but are you interested in both or just the one? Here's are the we, problem on, but... with your pitch. Okay. From the niggas I know running these two men, here's the problem with your pitch. You're pitching her on the attractiveness and aesthetic of this guy's Instagram, just this fella as a being. That's not what the two-man is about. The two-man pitch is, hey, yo, you finna get dicked down. So the pitch is really like, I just dicked you down good. My boy about to follow that up with some bomb. It's nothing. Attractiveness, his aesthetic, his do you like him, that is nothing to do with the pitch. You're going to be in a dark room getting two-man. <laughs> I feel like there's something so wrong about taking a – like a woman, assumedly you're going back to like the man's house somewhere she's never been before. So now she's in a vulnerable situation, already being vulnerable with this man she's allowed to take her home. And now you've presented a second man. She doesn't know either of you well. So it's like the consent gets a little so-so in that situation, I feel like. I'm pitching, fellas. Make sure consent is established. 
Ladies, you can say no, you can leave, you can say stop. By no means am I saying to continue without consent. Gather the consent and then proceed to two men. <laughs> God, there's, you know, it's like so tempting to just name this episode Running the Two Man. And it's just, <laughs> I just don't think people would get it until you listen to it. It's either going to be that or Diana's Kinky Farewell. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Fucking two Both are solid man. titles. How do you? All right, so if you, <laughs> because we're talking about this now, how do you even establish you want like to a girl you're running a train? Because the two man seems like a tough oh. one, but to get a train going, the train easier than the two man, from what I know, from what I've heard, from what I've really? seen. Train way easier than the two man. Because um, we're under the impression that this girl not trying to get fucked. Like, think of the sluttiest girl you knew at UD. Not even slutty, because we're not gonna say slutty. Think of the like funnest, most adventurous, I'm here for a good time girl you knew at UD. Now I'm thinking, if you told her like, hey, we about to chill, kick it at my house, probably going to be three or four of us if you're interested, slide. All it mm. takes is one or two of them to like make moves and her to like proceed to suck some dick in the open space before you all know like, hey, we finna run a train tonight. It's not hard to convince a girl of it. The girls who are going to run a train, you don't got to, like, talk them into it. You don't got to warm them up to it. They knew they was getting the train around when they slipped. So the train, the train, you can be pretty upfront. The two-man, you know, you, you should discuss, be. But it, you can discuss the train with most shorties before the train. How many girls do you know who were, like, pro-train? Diana, are you a pro-train girl? I've never had a train run on me. I've never known someone personally who's had a train run on them either. So Are you open to amp- the idea of the train? I would have to... I don't know. I've got mixed feelings about the train. Um, it seems like a lot of work that I'm not willing to put in. There's not much work at all. Um, <laughs> the two-man is more work than the train. The two-man, you got to suck and fuck. The train, you're just going to get fucked. Oh, God. Uh, I know some I know some train enthusiasts. So, <laughs> what they, what they call them? Train conductors. Train conductors. So the study who's been around a few trains. And if they're happy, I love that for them. Could you imagine, like, let's say there's, like, five of you, right, all hanging out, and, like, a girl's, like, down for a train, and then it's your time, and she's like, oh, not you? Hey, yo, (laughs) that would be a dark day. (laughs) Oh, no. You'd have to leave, because you can't never come back to the group chat, to that room, to that school. Yeah, you're done. You would never hear the end of it. Not you? What do you mean, not me? Oh, my God. I know a shorty who was trained who then proceeded to tell her boyfriend a few uh, years later that she was a virgin. What? And, like, everybody who knew about it was like, hey, yo, like, this grimy. Nigga thought he was dating a virgin the whole time. Like, might have been one of the smuttier smuts out. Did he ever find out about this? Um, I don't know if to this day they found out about it. They broke I mean, up because point- he was cheating. He was cheating because he wasn't getting any. Because he wasn't able to, he was scared to like make the move to have it. So he was like going to go warm up first, I guess. Oh, no. Oh. I feel like going back to our topic, if she had to tell him she was a virgin, then she's probably not proud of the trains that were run on her. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. No? So he had a train. train conductor hat and everything. Love the trains, love the threesomes. Probably love the trains more than threesomes. Um, but those was with like niggas. And when she went back to her respectable 
her respectable state of Maryland with her white friends and white parents, it was like, um, yeah, they can't ever know what I did when I was away. Oh, so it wasn't a it wasn't a sex thing, it was a race thing? I think it was more an image thing than anything. Oh. Because you went back to our hometown, you're trying to now date people in that little community. It's like, if I tell you, are your boys going to then know about this? So I think they thought it was easier to create the identity of, I'm a virgin. Oh, that makes sense. If you were, if you knew that guy, would you let him know? Me, personally, not a chance. Um, I'm big on minding the business that pays me. That don't got nothing to do with me. But, I mean, th- there is ha- there has to be some p- like part of it where it's like, you wouldn't want to look like a complete idiot like that. So wouldn't you want someone to tell you? I would. I would want someone to tell me. And I wouldn't want one of my boys to look like an idiot. I don't give a fuck about some random I don't know looking like an idiot. That's fair. So he, he cheated on her. <laughs> to warm up to him. And I truly think his like intention was he was going to try to get good at sex to make this great for her. Like, I think his intent was crazily and strangely in the right place. <laughs> I was going to say, like, do we blame, like, cheating's not great. Is that, like, kind of a fair game cheat? Like, or is just all oh, cheating's bad? I think that, I truly think, like, his intent was in the right place. So I can't 100% like shame that person for real. I, cheating is bad all around. He does get points for his heart being in the right place, but he still he still cheated on her. He did cheat. Does she have any room to stand on being a train girl who was lying <laughs> about being a virgin, though? I don't... That was outside of the confines of their relationship. Should she have been transparent with him? Maybe. But he cheated while in a relationship with her. But she got trained outside he, of the relationship. He cheated on fake her, if not even the real her. He's cheating because, like... He knows what he's bringing to the table ain't great, so he at least wants to size wise ain't great, so he's at least trying to get good with it <laughs> to make it oh, good God. for her. Because that was like an insecure thing, so he's trying to make it good for her. He wants her first time to be special. He doesn't want to be bad, but like news flash, her first time was like five thousand times ago. <laughs> he could have at least like talked with her about wanting to do this extracurricular, well, if you will. I'll be hearing from girls who be dating niggas who have dated dudes with, like, small dicks that, like, they don't just be coming to you for advice on how to be better. They don't want to talk about how they dick small and they're not sure if you're pleased. And I hate to hear that. We should help all men of all sizes be comfortable talking to their partners. It's definitely a pride thing, I feel like it'd have to be. You're just too prideful to, to speak up. Nobody wants to admit that their dick is small. Yeah, but if you're fucking some girl, she knows your dick is small. Yeah, but it's like the same thing with the hookups and the long-term girlfriends. Men will do things with hookups that they will not do with their long-term girlfriends. Okay, small dick you know, nothing dick nothing. small, like, maybe you need to practice to get good with it. Because you can't change the sm- the length. The length you're not changing. Your ability, maybe you can get better at. <laughs> he's, he's just going around trying to get different techniques from different parties to figure out what's the best to bring home. I feel like if you do that, it's got to be out in the open. You got to tell your partner, I'm going to go train up. I'll be back. How are you going to tell this girl who saved herself for you that you're going (laughs) training on a training tour? (laughs) 
if it's that important to you and you guys are right for each other, I feel like she'll support you on this training tour as long as you're safe and careful. So he's going on dick deployment and you're a virgin and you're fine <laughs> with it? That's what we're talking about? If it's going to bring me a better experience upon his return and he comes back clean of STDs and still in love with me, then maybe. I don't think it's going to make it better for you, if I'm being honest. Because I don't know if they get better at sex with their partner by having sex with different partners. <laughs> That's very fair. <laughs> He could pick up some techniques that he could bring back and we could work on together. We could workshop it. I mean, I guess. That's just so fucking... The fact that she just went full, like, born-again virgin and then she got cheated on. That is so sad. I don't know, though. Like, I don't know. Like, would you want to know if your partner was just getting trains run on them? I feel like ignorance is bliss in that moment. It depends on if you look down upon trains. Don't don't call me double standard, Eric. Actually, oh, I would never no. participate. I wouldn't participate in a train, so I I will say I look down upon that in some capacity. It depends. It would de- first off, it would depend on when I'm de- when you're dating this individual. If you start dating this person, like, and it feels like this happened in a past life, like Shorty's like twenty eight and she was getting trains ran when she was 19, 20, 21 in college. And she's like, that was just a pastime. I was one. I was young, wild, having fun. It's whatever. You're never gonna see those people again. Excuse me. And that was like six, seven years ago. If it's like Shorty's, like yeah, like two months ago, I had a training ring. It's like, what's going on? Because <laughs> at some point, you've got to align where you see yourself and where you see her. And I don't think any of us here are in the headspace where like we were thinking about or we were getting trained two months ago. So y'all probably not going to align. That's fair. That's fair. The The time difference is definitely important. I will say, I feel like you would like, let like your example of like, you know, they were 21 in college and you're like 28. You're probably fine with it. Unless you like go back home to like where she went to school. Like UD has like a big alumni weekend, which is like a thing everybody goes to. And then when she's hugging all these guys and you're like, Oh, is this the motherfucker? Are these the motherfuckers that are running train on my girl? It's probably the only time it would really come up. All of them. <laughs> oh my god. Not, not all. Not all. I'm not gonna lie. We have covered two topics that we had today. <laughs> um, out of I think the five that we had planned, but I'm not gonna lie. I think we're just gonna have to to call it there because I don't I don't know how we top what we went through i think the two men is i'm gonna be laughing about this for a week now at least i'm not mad at it we put together a good episode yeah Yeah, it has it's been a solid send-off it is i mean we leave our kink expert on a kinky episode it just seems right i've come full circle i feel like um all right let's do some music and tv recommendations well tv wise um siesta key season three Second half, just finished it. Shit's fire. A lot of fights, a lot of drama, a lot of everything you'd expect. Um, music wise, Jack Harlow got one good song off of that album. I can't remember the name of it. It's not even like great. It was decent, so I just say that. TV wise, rewatching Breaking Bad mostly because I'm trying to put Anna onto it because she never watched it. We've gotten through season one, so we're making a little dent. Um, after that. Just so people know my plan, I'm going to start watching Better Call Saul with her after. So it's a real big 
real big undertaking, to say the least. If this goes anything like Gilmore Girls, it'll take me fucking forever. Literally. <laughs> uh, Music-wise, my boy Willis, I think I like when it rains. I was playing this song earlier before we were recording. Diana got a little sneak peek of it. Fucking good. Honestly, Willis has a lot of good shit. He has a, it's a certain vibe though. You're not going to be like every kind of day just bumping Willis, but on occasion. The song was good. Uh, all right, Diana. TV wise, Alex and I finally finished up Peaky Blinders. We're ready for the next season coming out June 10th. Um, that'll probably take us a while to get through. Music wise, been in a bit of a slump. I do not have any new music to report. Reading wise, also been in a bit of a slump. Still reading the third book in the Poppy War trilogy. I had to pull this one out of the archives, and by archives I mean like maybe a month ago. It's Devilish by Chase Atlantic. It's my music rack. Very cocaine pop. Lots of the drugs. Fuck done. is cocaine? Okay, whatever. You know, like the weekend when he used to do cocaine, and then Black Bear did a lot of cocaine, and Chase Atlantic sounds like they do a lot of cocaine. That makes sense. It's a genre um, I quite enjoy. Gotcha. Even though you've never done cocaine, got it. I've never done cocaine actually. Exactly, same. <laughs> um, Alright, this is Diana. Again, it's your last episode. You know, you were an interim host on our terrible podcast, but you enjoyed it. Um, any any send-off? I loved Porch Talk. I never called it shitty. I enjoyed every episode I was on. I was thankful for the opportunity. I will forever be thankful for the opportunity. I'll miss you guys, but I know you've got big things ahead of you. Um, question, do you still want to be on the Bachelorette Porch Talk Edition? I will pass. I'll let Morgan do that. That's all wow. okay. Everyone, some people are fly. afraid of love. It's all right. I am afraid of love. It's okay. I'm working through some things. Um, all right. With that being said, before we wrap this up, we've teased it. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but big changes are coming. Rollouts are coming. Stuff is coming. Under construction. New stuff. Old stuff gone. I don't know what else. Um, but with that being said, we're going to wrap this podcast up as always. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Porch Talk, no A. That means it's Porch Talk without the A in the talk part. We appreciate you for listening. We'll be back next week. Peace. Okay. Hold up, wait a minute. All good, just a week ago. Crew at my house, and we party every weekend. So on the radio, that's my favorite song. Make me bounce around like I don't know, like I won't be here long. Now the thrill is gone. Got no patience, cause I'm not a doctor. Go, why is you lying? Girl, why you move faster? Yeah, me casa to casa. Got it flipping like Gaza. Got so high off volcanoes. Now the flow is so lava. Yeah, we fit that saliva. iPhone got message from Viber. Either the head is so hyper, or we let bygones be bygones. My God, you. Yeah, I'm outside in an AMG, right outside, TT, two-turn baby girl, you know me.